Every day, I am getting one step closer to having another healthy baby, and Caraway Home is helping me do that. Their ceramic, naturally slick surface cookware allows you to cook with minimal butter. Uh, they're very easy to clean, just a little warm water, you wipe it down. And the best part is, is that Caraway products are made without any toxic materials like BFASs, BTFEs, and a bunch of other things like I can't even pronounce. So you don't have to worry about that. Um, right now, visit Caraway wayhome.com slash TSFS to take advantage of this limited time offer for 10% off your next purchase. This deal is exclusive to my Sarah Fraser Show listeners. So visit carawayhome.com slash TSFS or use code TSFS at checkout. Caraway, non-toxic cookware made modern. It's time for you to see what all the fuss is about, read about their five-star reviews and why so many TSFS fans buy Caraway Home. Order now. I just had a fabulous listener email me and she said, Sarah, does Nutrafol work for men too? You better believe it. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement for men and women with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Hello, me included. Nutrafol changed my life post-baby and postpartum hair. Amazing. Also, a lot of women going through menopause say that Nutrafol works for them as well. And like I mentioned, it works for the fellas. Take the first step right now to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time. Nutrafol is offering my TSFS listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and you enter the promo code TSFS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hair care stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code TSFS. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code TSFS. Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. TLC Talk podcast episode is brought to you by Riff Raff Baby. Are you looking for the perfect lovey sleep toy to help get your baby to sleep and stay asleep? I wish I had had Riff Raff when KJ was just four months old. Um, Riff Raff Baby are known for their legendary sleep toys. Over 300,000 satisfied parents go and check them out. And for a rare time, you are getting a discount for listening to this podcast. Riff Raff Baby dot com use code tsfs for 15 percent off your entire order and get the lovey that is ideal and will help sleep train your baby riffraffbaby.com use promo code tsfs all right everybody welcome to a brand new episode of tlc talk we're back last week i didn't get into my sister wives thousand pound sister 90 day the other way tea because gabe from 90 day fiance the other way was on the show Amazing interview. I got so much great feedback from you. He's the first trans cast member ever, ever on the franchise. And I thought he revealed a lot on the show, like about the whole trans community in general, trans rights, his experience with Isabel's family really off the camera. Mm. By the way, I can't even um, believe on the show, that, like this is crazy. Too. I would never, see, I don't know if I could do reality TV. Gabe actually said, 
on the show, they never even gave Isabel's parents a heads up before they filmed that scene where he told them that they were trans. That's bold. Like, if I were a parent and they did that to me on TV, I think I'd be pissed. Like, I thought the parents did really well because, I, I mean, maybe they had some sort of inkling. Maybe Isabel told them. But according to Gabe, they never said anything. So a lot to get into. Obviously, my review of 90 Day Fiance the other way. Uh, we just had episode, was it, oh my God, episode nine? Somebody tell me. You guys are online. Which, which episode just aired of 90 Day the other way? I can't keep track of what episode we were in. But, you know, um, Rishi and Jen are working overtime um, on their social media to defend Jen at Rishi's parents. Um, there's just so much going on there. So we're going to get into that. Also, Thousand Pound Sisters, we're learning more about Tammy Slayton's divorce. Like, who actually wanted the divorce first? Was it her? Because that's what the internet's saying. But is that entirely true? And then Sister Wives... And you guys, because you know I'm always live on my TikTok, and you can also watch it on um, or listen to the full podcast episode on the Sarah Fraser show. Um, but Sister Wives, the, the theory is recirculating, and I want to know if you guys see that there's any truth to it, that Cody and Robin were behind the legendary catfishing incident with Mary. I'll tell you who's bringing this back up, the evidence that people are saying. And and if you guys remember this in Sister Wives, it was several years ago. Mary was catfished by a guy she thought was a guy named Sam, who was supposed to be this businessman. And it turns out it was like a woman, just like the catfish show online. Okay, so now the theory has resurfaced with new discussions of we're Cody and Robin behind it. We have to get to that. Gwendolyn on her YouTube channel. Um, I believe she just posted uh, YouTube. This is going to be like her final week for a while. She's going to take a break because we know Sister Wives is coming back this fall. Sister, you know, we have another big confirmation of when Sister Wives season 18 is going to drop. So that will be out as well. Um, okay, let's just start really quickly with all the thousand pound sisters, the latest stuff. First of all, I'm so fucking jealous. Um, did you guys see in Kentucky, the comedian Chelsea Lynn, very funny comedian. She obviously she's here on TikTok all the time, did a show and you know, she has the viral podcast. She did a comedy show in Kentucky, brought Tammy and Amy Slayton up on stage. I am so jealous, so jealous. Okay. Tammy walked across the stage without any assistance. I don't even know if she had her oxygen on. I don't think she did. Oh, Showing off her over 300-pound weight loss. And can we just say for a second, Tammy Slayton looked like she was living her best life. She looked so happy on stage. I'm like, why are these girls not doing a live show across the country? I mean, I have a feeling why they're doing it. And that's because I think... I was just on with Tim Malcolm. You guys know Tim Malcolm from 90 Day Fiance. I was on his IG Live last night. Tim was saying how restrictive all of the TLC cast members' contracts are, that they can't do a lot of the things that Bravo stars can do. Like Luann, you know, the Countess is out doing a live cabaret show. You never see anyone from TLC doing that. I don't know how they get away with their such restrictive contracts. I don't. I mean, they're really hindering their talent from making major money because you can make a lot of money from 
traveling. Now, I guess cameos, I mean, Big Ed, I think Big Ed is one of the most requested cameo people in the TLC universe. Um, He's making a ton of money. And then who's the chick from 90 Day Fiance that sells her farts in a jar? She gets like, she makes so much. I I think I read she made something like four or $500,000 selling farts in a jar. What are we all doing here? Why am I even on this TikTok when I should be farting on my feet and selling that? So anyhow, Tammy and Amy look like they were living their best life at Chelsea Lynn's, you know, podcast or I don't know. I think it was a stand-up show um, in Kentucky. And shout out to Parade Magazine. <laughs> I don't know who's I don't know who is subscribing to Parade.com or buying their magazine anymore. Does anyone remember like Parade used to be at your grandparents' house? Parade quoted me and said, Oh, Sarah Fraser, viral TikTok star. I think I went viral once for like my my Tammy Slayton um Instagram or Tammy Slayton TikTok, and then everyone like shit all over me. Anyway, they go, oh, TikTok star Sarah Fraser had the first quote from Caleb Willingham, Tammy Slayton's um, ex, now going to be ex-husband. They're separated. Guys, they didn't even make it four months. Parade said, viral TikTok star Sarah Fraser has the first quote from Caleb Willingham, which I didn't. George Mossy actually did. But Caleb put up on his Facebook page, if you're here for my wife, might as well leave now because we're separated. Now, the interesting thing that's coming out in this article and The Sun is that Tammy apparently didn't want the divorce at first. Caleb is the one that actually wanted the divorce. So Caleb Willingham asked for the divorce a couple of months ago. Now, they've only been legally married, guys, since January, okay? They've been together, and they did that wedding ceremony at rehab in the fall, but they were not married, actually married then. So Caleb is the one that asked for the divorce first. (coughs) Oh my God, I'm still recovering from a cold. <clears throat> long weekend, long bachelorette weekend in South Carolina. Not for me, for my girlfriend. So anyhow, on top of that, one of the reasons that the two of them are getting divorced is because Caleb has now put on 30 pounds reportedly in rehab. He's not doing well on his diet. Tammy's very worried about him, worried about his weight, you know, his journey. Tammy really wants to stay the course and... A source says that that Caleb has gained about 30 pounds in rehab, and that also led to their demise. So they were not even married January to February, March, April. They didn't even make it four months. They were married like three months because they got married like January 19th. I think it was like right one week before the cutoff. So new reports are saying that he actually wanted the divorce first, then he backtracked. And I mean, I'm sure he's gaining weight because of the stress of like he loves her. He's still in a rehab in Ohio. Supposedly he can't get into a rehab in Kentucky. Some people feel like he's not making enough effort. I don't know. I liked Caleb. I I thought, you know what? This is a man that he saw that Tammy was in a rehab. He too had struggled with his weight. He felt like he was in love with her. And, you know, then he wanted to to be with her. I I don't I didn't see any major red flags. I mean, I really didn't. Like, yeah, they got married really quick. Okay. <coughs> oh, frig. They got married really fast, maybe too fast. But I mean, I don't know. I thought they were really in love. I didn't see like he didn't seem like he was using her. Anyhow. All right, 90 day fiance the other way. 
Oh, God, we got so much to get to. Nicole and Muhammad, have you seen the secret scene that everybody is talking about in Sunday's episode, in the latest episode, where you can see um, Nicole sitting in the so-called all-men's cafe with her face blurred out? <clears throat> Look, I, I don't know. I don't know what this means. Were, are the First of all, were they lying? Were the producers lying that it really wasn't an all-men's cafe and they just stuck her in the corner because she was there shooting a scene like with him beforehand? A lot of people are like, this proves that it's staged. <coughs> I don't know. To me, it proves that probably it wasn't an all-men's cafe, right? Where, where Muhammad was playing dice or um, <clears throat> playing dominoes with his brother. I've never played dominoes, by the way. I've always wanted to play dominoes. Is it hard to play dominoes? So people have all kinds of theories now on why, honestly, it could be just lazy editing, to be honest with you. And, I mean, it does look like her by the hair, but I guess it's always, there's always like a chance that maybe it's not actually her. Anyhow, people are like losing their minds over that. Um, Debbie and Osama are calling it quits, supposedly. We'll see. And Debbie called him a um, cold-blooded serpent, of course, because Osama wants to come to the United States. I am loving all of the videos on TikTok of people impersonating Debbie. Osama. Oh my God, where's my hat? I should have, hold on. I'm going to get my Debbie hat. Hold on. I got to get my Debbie hat. Does this not look like Debbie? Okay, now I'm officially Debbie. I'm Debbie the podcaster. Osama. What? Blooded serpent. Co-blooded. Anyway, that's my best Debbie impression. I'm not really an impressionist, but Debbie in those damn hats. So Debbie and Osama, it looks like it's over because he obviously wants to come to the United States. And she, um, she ain't having it. She wants to stay there and live in Morocco. He is not happy about that. I, <laughs> this couple is so good. When she fell off that damn donkey a week or so ago, oh my God, I was rolling. <coughs> rolling. Hold on. <clears throat> I got to take this hat off. Oh, then the other thing that people are talking about with 90 Day the other way. Are you guys following Jen <clears throat> and Rishi on her Instagram? I'm kind of into this. Jen and Rishi are working way too hard. Now, Rishi follows me on IG, and I'm sure he listens. So, because a lot of TLC people listen to this podcast. <clears throat> Rishi and Jen. Rishi and Jen are doing the most. Like, it's, it's, I, people are saying on my TikTok, like, Jen needs to run. I don't know that Jen needs to run. I mean, Rishi seems like a little, he does seem like a bit of a player. But they were separated for like two years during COVID. Now they're back. And I do agree with Jen. Jen put out, because, you know, people are coming for her about the whole scene in Sunday night's episode where she is at Rishi's mom's house with the translator. And telling them that she's engaged to Rishi because Rishi hasn't told them. And people are like, you should have waited, blah, blah, blah. I am kind of with Jen. They were engaged, they've been engaged for nearly a year. What are they, what is she waiting for? Like, tell them. It's weird that he won't tell them. Now, here's the part that I think is getting a little messy with Jen and Rishi. I mean, Jen is on there basically saying that Rishi's family are prejudiced, that they want Rishi to be with a brown-skinned girl. Uh, oh, no, they don't. I'm sorry. <clears throat> She goes on to say they don't want Rishi to be with a dark brown skinned girl. She like says all this about his family. And then his uncle <clears throat> makes fun of Rishi's brother who, who has some sort of, um, you know, he's mentally impaired in some way. 
Jen says she doesn't give up. This is like all going down on her Instagram. I find this very interesting for two reasons. One, I have to imagine, and Rishi's supporting her. Rishi's like, I'm so sorry my family did that. Rishi basically admits his family is prejudiced against his brother and dark-skinned women. He like goes on and validates it. So, which might, I mean, which may be the case. Maybe they don't give a shit. But I mean, I have to imagine that Rishi has some relationship with his family. Anyway, um, so I, I just think they're doing the most. That's kind of my take. I feel like they are doing the most. Um, just putting it out there. I, I, I'm shocked that TLC, and I'm, I bet TLC probably is behind the scenes saying to her, like, okay, enough's enough. Like, you probably can't. I mean, because she is defending every single scene. And I think Rishi, and I have seen this, Jen, people are saying to them, you don't have to try so hard. I do agree. Like, I don't think they have to try so hard. They're they're on there and they're de- trying to defend every single thing. So it's... Recording in progress. Oh, thanks. My recording came back. Um, I think Jen and Rishi need to pump the brakes. I wouldn't respond to everybody. You can't respond to everyone because just the more you... I don't know. I see it both ways. People are in her comments like, don't respond to these people. And I'm like, you know, if she doesn't respond to that, then people carry on their own narrative. I'm kind of of the mindset like you should respond a little bit, but then let it go. Like say your piece. So maybe that's what she's doing. If Jen wants to say her piece about Rishi's family, great. I call him the Nozempic Ben-on-Ozempic doctor. I'm talking about Dr. Applin and his wife who founded My Optimal Body. I am so happy about this. These are the first mindful eating-based doctors I have ever partnered with. They see patients nationwide, and they are seeing more patients who have been on Ozempic, and Ozempic has failed for them. What makes My Optimal Body so unique, and why am I endorsing them? It's because Dr. Applin actually looks at food additives, your, your addiction to food, your mental health. They do a whole look at you, including your gut health. Many of Dr. Applin's patients are working out, restricting their diets, and still gaining weight. Why is that? Because something's going on in your body and with your mind. Visit MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. Be sure to tell them the Sarah Fraser Show sent you so you can qualify for a free personalized assessment plus a bonus free 30-day supply of their gut repair product when you sign up for a customized plan. Again, that's MyOptimalBody.com to request an appointment. How about getting up to five hours of your life back when you sign up for Hungry Root meal prep and delivery service? I'm obsessed. I have ta- I've tried a lot of meal prep boxes. This is one of my favorites. In fact, I actually emailed the client to see if I can get like a year's supply. <laughs> They're like, Sarah, use your own damn code. Anyway, right now, I want you to go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS because you are getting 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. The average Hungry Root customer saves five hours a week. Ah, that was us. On top of that, um, you can pick from vegetarian, keto, meat, anything that you like. Right now, Hungry Root is offering TSFS listeners 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. As I mentioned, just go to HungryRoot.com slash TSFS to get 40% off your first delivery and get those free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TSFS. Also, don't forget to use my link so Hungry Root knows who sent you. Yeah. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. But then, I don't know. They're, they do, they're doing all these bullet points. They're doing the most on their social media. And honestly, I just think they were not prepared for the amount of backlash that they're going to get, which happens to a lot of people in reality. But honestly, who the fuck cares? People, people watching at home, it's like they don't have any clue about the editing that's going on. They don't have any clue about how producers, you know, manipulate. I hate the word manipulate, but help shape the genre of the show. Like people have no idea. So look, Jen and Rishi, I know you're listening. I love you both. I think you guys are, Rishi's hot. Jen's not bad looking. They're hot. <clears throat> if you guys are listening, which I know you are, like I would just like say your piece and then let it go. Live your best life. You guys are obviously together. You're loving each other. Rishi looks hot. Rishi looks like he's hot in bed. Have some hot sex. Deal with it. All right, let's move on to um, Sister Wives. Oh, and then I was on Tim Malcolm's. I told you this already. But I was on Tim Malcolm from 90 Day Fiance's uh, Instagram last night with Caesar. We all know Caesar from Single Life. Caesar from um, 90 Day Fiance franchise. Uh, they, they gave away a lot of scoop. I'm going to get into that. Um, all right, let's talk sister wives because we have a ton to get to. The theory that Robin, and is there any merit to the theory that Robin and Cody were behind catfishing um, Mary several years ago? Do we all remember this? Happened in 2016. Mary was catfished on sister wives by who she thought was a guy named Sam, but turns out Sam was really a woman. Okay, well, there's another theory circulating. It's been out there for a while. And people believe that Robin and Cody set Mary up for this catfish situation because Mary was told about this guy, Sam, who was supposed to be this great businessman, but obviously was a woman, at a Live International Convention. What the fuck is Live? Live is a multi-level marketing company that Cody used to be like a part of. Cody actually, I think, won a Nissan because he sold so much crap from Live. Okay. So people online are saying that Rob, through a friend of Robin, Mary and Cody were told about this businessman, Sam, that they thought could potentially become some sort of business partner in their Live MLM you know, world, right? So people are saying that Robin, they knew that this Sam guy didn't really exist, or maybe they didn't know Sam was a catfisher, but they're the ones that set Mary up. And then fast forward to when Mary on the show, you guys all remember this several seasons ago in 2016, Mary was like devastated, realizes she's been catfished. And the scene where Cody and Robin find out, people have analyzed, look, I, got, I like these shows, but I don't even have this much fucking time on my hands. <coughs> People have analyzed their body language, Cody and Robin's body language, and say that Cody's non-emotional reaction and Robin's eye movements give away that they knew that before Mary that Sam was not really a man. I dug down this rabbit hole. <coughs> I think it's very hard to prove. I, I mean... 
I, I'm not a conspiracy person. And the only part of this story I think that has any merit is maybe they had also heard, Cody and Robin had also heard about Sam and did say to Mary, why don't you talk to him about getting in business? And then Mary ends up having this emotional relationship with who she thinks is a guy, but turns out to be a woman. I don't think it was calculated and set up. And it certainly looks like everything that I've read online, and you guys obviously love Sister Wives too and have a lot of deep information. If you have something different, please let me know. I, I just don't see it. Um, <clears throat> last week, as I mentioned, I didn't get to do my Sister Wives like recap and what was going on in 90 Day the Other Way because Gabe from 90 Day the Other Way was on. But a lot of people were making a big deal about a recent picture that Christine put up with Truly and a bracelet on Truly's wrist that said lonely. <clears throat> was this a cry for help? I don't think it's a cry for help. Um, to me, it looks like she had a series of bracelets on. I don't know if Lonely was just like one of them. I mean, Christine seems like such an attentive mom. I would think if there was something going on with Truly that Christine knows about it. I, I don't think it's going to be shared right now, maybe shared on the show. Um, but a lot of people were reading into that bracelet a lot. A lot of people have been reading into a lot of shit on Christine's um, Instagram pictures. I just don't find Christine as a calculated, um, you know, putting up the middle finger to Cody like at Disney. I just don't or at Harry Potter World or wherever the fuck they were. I don't see Christine as calculated and I don't see truly as asking for help through a bracelet on Instagram stories. Sorry. Or Instagram feed. I just don't. Anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, we are getting more confirmation about Sister Wives Season 18 when it will drop. The president of TLC, Howard Lee, uh, and Christine Brown sat down for an interview with Variety this week. Both have said the show's coming back. Like, And, and, and here, heard it here first. Howard also said there is no end in sight for Sister Wives. So you guys, we are getting... Season after season after season of Sister Wives at this point. Are you in? Are you prepared? Do you want another six seasons of Sister Wives? Because we're getting it. I told you guys from the I told you guys from the start, Cody and Robin will find other wives. They've they already tried, and she dumped the first one dumped them. She like Googled his name and she was like, you know what? I've heard about this narcissist. I'm the fuck out of here. <clears throat> but they will audition new women. Absolutely. <laughs> Christine's going to have her own life. The wedding is going to be filmed. The engagement was filmed. Christine did say in the Variety article she's hoping that filming this season will be less awkward. Do we think that this season, this season 18 of Sister Wives is going to be less awkward? I don't, I don't know. Um, I think it's going to be quite awkward. Do we think that Cody, I mean, how much interaction do we think we're going to see with Cody? We know we're going to see a fair amount of Cody and Robin with Mary because there's already been multiple reports. You know, Mary is in touch with Cody and wants to have a friendship. Mary's also left Flagstaff. She's living full-time at that at her bed and breakfast, the family's, you know, the oldest bed and breakfast um, <clears throat> in the state. So we know they're going to have interaction. Is David Woolley, Christine Brown's fiance, going to meet Cody and Robin? I think yes. Because Christine has said they're all family. They always will be family. And she's just hoping that filming will be less awkward. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I love it. I love, love, love. So Christine is out and about. She's giving interviews. Um, the other big thing this week was Janelle. So Janelle... 
this woman is living her best life. All these women, uh, and you know, people thought Mary was having a breakdown. She did her live with her girlfriend last Friday night. She seemed a little off. I don't know. Mary seems good to me. I guess my question about sister wives, Janelle and Mary, all they do is quote Mel fucking Robbins. Oh, by the way, I love Mel Robbins. She's like a motivational person. Um, She's like Tony Robbins, but Mel Robbins. Are they related actually? Is Tony Robbins and Mel Robbins related? Have I never known that? Have I never put two and two together? Um, <clears throat> anyway, they quote Mel Robbins. Mary quotes Mel Robbins all the time. Uses all of her sounds on Mary's story, like nonstop. So I want to know if they're getting sponsored by Mel Robbins. That would be like the ultimate. But Janelle put up a motivational post. You know, she's handling that uh, RV camper that she wanted to live in all by herself. She actually makes the joke, you know, finally it'll be hitched up right because we know in last season – Cody couldn't figure that out. Well, Janelle also treated herself and her new home. She has a patio. She said on her Instagram this past week, I wanted a great patio where it wasn't so blazing hot, um, Vegas, so I could sit outside. She's 53 years old, and the Instagram star said, so I splurged on some patio furniture this year, and I'm loving my coffee on the patio this cool, peaceful Sunday morning. Um, so she's also keeping the trailer And for those wondering about the trailer, stay tuned. I actually put it into a seasonal space this year and will begin the adventure of managing the trailer as an independent woman. Um, It's been something I've always wanted to do. There you go. So anyhow, she's also on a self-improvement journey. She says, Janelle says, you know, Janelle's reportedly lost close to 100 pounds. She says, I'm far from perfect. Let's be honest with each other. Social media can be so brutal. Usually there's so much judgment, but also helpful tips. And uh, she was doing her Pilates workout. They all seem to be leaving, living their best life without Cody. Has anyone gotten a picture of Robin? I want to see what Robin looks like. Like all the women seem like they've lost like 10 years on their faces and 10, like at least 10 pounds. Has Robin gained weight? What's Robin doing? <coughs> People on my TikTok are saying, I can't watch six more years of Mary. I love Janelle and Christine. Good for all of them. Lori, I know they're living their best life. Um... Also, Susan says, I never heard the theory that Cody and Robin were behind the catfishing incident. That's crazy, but I wouldn't put it past him. I don't know. That's pretty extreme. I feel like, do we think Cody could keep his mouth shut? If Cody catfished Mary himself, don't we think that Cody would say something? Like, I feel like Cody would find a way where he could manipulate that situation and say that he did it to test her loyalty. And he would think that he was making himself look good, but he wouldn't. I just don't think there's much merit to it. Gwendolyn, of course, Christine Brown's daughter, who has a very thriving YouTube show, subscription only, P.S., make those coins. See, I said at the beginning, like, they don't make a a lot of money. I guess there are ways. I'm kind of a moron. Um, Tonight, only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Swift Vieira's Tour, Taylor's version, with four additional acoustic songs. Streaming tonight only on Disney+. Plus. But Gwen says that she's, you know, Gwen on her YouTube this week essentially said Robin is the one that isn't allowing them to all get together. I mean, it's interesting. Gwen, you know, Gwen, I think, does a good job of showing what family dynamics are really like, which for a lot of us, it's like you love your family, 
then sometimes you don't want to be with them. You're trying to deal with all the issues. I kind of got the vibe Gwen doesn't want to see them. And maybe that's true. You know, the truth is always somewhere in the middle. But Gwen says on her YouTube that Robin is the one that doesn't want to allow all the family to get together. And she also says, this was very interesting too. Gwen says the hardest part recently of watching the show, because they've been on for so many years, is now seeing her parents almost be dehumanized and become this just form of entertainment. That was interesting to me. Like, I guess if you've been on TV for 13, 14 years, like they have, you do almost become, she kind of is making the argument that, look, my parents are good people, meaning Christine and Cody. It's just... They've been edited in a certain way for so long now. Now they're almost like not human to people. Do you guys feel like the internet really treats Cody and Robin and Christine for that matter as though like they're not human? I don't know. I mean, I I, I do kind of see that. It's just, uh, yeah, I see that. I see that. And I think people do take it too far for sure. Um, so anyhow, it sounds like Gwen is open to having family and getting the whole, all the kids back together. But right now, Robin isn't allowing it, taking space according to Gwen, and, uh, Robin does not want all of them at the house or around her. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah, Lori is saying there's no way that Cody could plan to catfish Robin. I, I agree. I'm so, I just, I think he has too big of a mouth and he would try to use it for something. Also, Lori says, I always felt like Robin's kids were kept away from others even before COVID. Well, a lot of people feel that for sure, I think, in watching the show. Um, Last night, Tim Malcolm from 90 Day Fiance franchise. I love me some Tim Malcolm. Um, He and Caesar, of course, Caesar from the franchise. You know, Caesar only dates Ukrainian women. They went live on IG, and I jumped on their IG live with them. And it was really good. It was really interesting. Caesar, by the way, ended up having sex with an escort. Um, and <coughs> I know you're choking too. You just spit out your water. Caesar says that he tried to date an American woman. Turns out she was an escort. She used to be a Marine. They hooked up and had sex once. And then the next time they basically hooked up and she was like, oh, by the way, um, I got to go do my escort work. And he was like, nope, this isn't going to work for me. So, you know, I guess he's back to Ukrainian chicks. Um, Tim was talking about Tim has been Tim is probably the most high-profile 90-day fiancé face of the franchise. He's done almost 200 episodes between Pillow Talk, 90-day, Single Life, all that. I asked Tim about Veronica and Jamal. You know, Jamal is Kimberly's son, hot son. He says he doesn't like to comment on their relationship because they've got a storyline. He doesn't want to do anything. They're on TV. He doesn't want to do anything to jeopardize their storyline because, you know, they're filming. So we're going to see Veronica and Jamal more of their story play out. Um, Caesar says that, you know, he's still not a lot of men want to become manicurists. You know, Caesar's like one of the only male, and he said in North Carolina, he thinks he's the only black male manicurist in the entire state. Fun fact. I didn't realize that. Okay. Uh, But anyway, Caesar was really great on the live. So was Tim. I like both of them. Oh, and people were coming for Tim. They were like, Tim, stop vaping. Tim was like, fuck you. You're blocked. I don't want you telling me about if I can vape or not. Get the fuck off my live. I appreciate that, honestly. I appreciate both ways. I like when you guys give your opinion. Like I like it. 
And then also, like, I don't, but I'm not going to, like, probably take most of it, you know. But I feel like you guys probably feel the same about me. <laughs> I shoot my mouth off all the time. And I do love, I do enjoy a good debate. I do. And I, I honestly, I don't care, you know. I think people are getting this from my podcast, but if you have differing political opinions, I, I don't understand how you can stop speaking to somebody just because they have different political beliefs than you. That's just my own hot take. My show is quickly def- like going downhill from like, it's going from Sister Wives to Bill Maher, but um, <laughs> I don't care. <coughs> I just, I you know, half my family voted for Trump. You think I'm going to stop speaking to them? I love them. I have some amazing aunts and uncles. Doesn't mean I agree with their political takes so crazy to me how did I get talking about that oh oh Tim arguing with people on his live okay going back to that there was something else that Tim said that was very fascinating uh well Tim said that more women from the 90-day TLC sisterized fiance you know the franchises they make more money than the men which makes sense because they can do a lot of OnlyFans stuff that makes sense um and then Tim also kind of brought up do you guys think this even though 90 Day Fiance and Sister Wives have bigger ratings than Bravo's Housewife shows, people aren't as like loyal following. Like he doesn't, he said he doesn't, he's not like famous like Luann de, de Lesseps, you know, he doesn't get noticed as much as Luann. I thought that was really interesting because it does, the show does have high ratings, but it's like, who watches people that, I don't know, n- never like meet these people out in real life. I, I guess, I, I Maybe it appeals to more rural people that are just never going to go to like a 90-day fiancé event or something. I don't know. I loved how much of Tammy Slayton and Amy Slayton got huge applause when they went on stage. To me, I'm like, Tammy, you need a fucking stand-up comedy show across the country. I'll host it for you. I'm currently unblocked by Tammy on TikTok. I don't know why. I said something. I'm so upset. And Chelsea Lynn, like, got to hang out with her first. I mean, Chelsea Lynn's great. But I mean, I'm like a fucking ride or die. And I didn't get to. What's my opinion on Jen? I can't stand how she speaks. Um, Jen from 90 Day the Other Way. I I find Jen to be comical. <clears throat> I really do. Like, I find her to be hysterical on the show. I just don't think it's going to end well with Jen and Rishi. Do I find her that annoying? Um, no, I find Nicole the most annoying, actually. She's just so mousy. Sorry, Nicole. Jen just like seems like she and her girls are kind of like a knockoff version of Sex in the City. You know what I'm saying? Like the not as sophisticated one. But I, I just, my only thing with Jen and Rishi is they're just doing way too much on her Instagram. Like it's, they're just defending every little thing. Put it out there. Guys, it's a show. You're, you know, you're seeing one part of our situation I don't get along with Rishi's family, but they just, they're like going in like he, he does a detailed thing of all the ways he loves Jen and explaining all her things. And then she went on and did a live. It's like, I don't know. I think Jen and Rishi care too much, which is hard because I think that's going to impact their relationship. I, when I interact with reality stars who begin to like, I guess, take what the audience says as personal, they change. They change, like, they start, like, changing their whole thing, um, you know, the way they behave because they they want to try – they're trying to be liked by the audience. The best reality people, like, even if you don't care about Big Ed because everybody hates Big Ed, but I don't think Big Ed gives a fuck what people think. Tim Malcolm doesn't give a fuck what people think. I think those are the best stars, honestly. Bethany Frankel. Bethany doesn't give a shit what people say. Now, it's easy to do that when you're rich. 
Because once you're rich, you can't really, like, who cares if you're canceled? Like, no one cares. Ed, I mean, Ed, I would think, could be borderline kicked off the show. Maybe. If he did something really outrageous. Anyway. Um, not annoying, but did she not watch what happened with Jenny and his parents? Oh, oh, oh. Um, she just draws out each word. People don't like Jen's voice. It's monotone. I get that. Yeah, Jen's voice is kind of monotone. I do see that. Um, am I the only one that think Veronica's, thinks that Veronica still loves Tim? Michelle, I guess you are because Tim addressed this last night on his live. And he says he says that there's just absolutely nothing between them, that they're totally friends. People want there to be – like people read way more into it. They want it to be something, but t- there's no chance of Tim and Veronica ever getting together. People say, I love your show, by the way. Thank you for listening to the Sarah Fraser Show podcast. I love you guys. All right. Um, Casey loves their relationship. I love Tim and Veronica's relationship too. By the way, the last thing I'll tell you about Tim's live last night, he did say all the gay rumors and trans rumors because there's been rumors for a long time that Tim is gay or trans. Haven't impacted him, but his parents, I guess, are really bothered by it. So that sucks. Again, I always say this, like if you're on TV and people aren't talking about you, you're doing something wrong. Like you want people to, I mean, if people have, you all know, I'm honored you guys take the time to listen to my podcast because people have such busy lives and so much heavy shit going on in their own families. If you're like concerned about mine, great. I'm doing something right. What do I think about Johan and Danielle? Um, Johan and Danielle. I, I, <clears throat> um, God, what do I think about them? For some reason, I'm like the least interested in them. I don't know why. Um, it's a little weird that, that Danielle wants Johan to meet Talon so badly, her ex. It's just, a, it's just weird. <clears throat> Johan seems a little pussy whipped to me. He does. <clears throat> I just don't know why. And he's like obviously agreed. You know, we're going to see next episode. Johan has agreed to see Talon. Rumor is Danielle F- left NYC, owes a lot of money for her tickets. Probably. I could see that. I could see that. Danielle's a trip. Um, they're kind of, they're, they're just for some reason, they're the least entertaining to me, I guess. I don't know why. Gabe and Isabel. Gabe and, and Gabe and Isabel I like a lot too, but they're they're like actually the most normal ones. Oh my God, I want to meet Debbie so bad. I feel so awful for her. I, I don't feel awful for Debbie. <clears throat> Debbie is like 60-something. 60 60, what'd she say, 63? And Osama is how old? Osama. That's how she, Osama. Osama, get me on this donkey. Ooh, toodaloo, Singing to that damn donkey and falling off that ass. Um, No, I don't feel bad for Debbie. Debbie knew what she was getting into. Give me a break. I'm a donkey whisperer. I just love her. She's so blind. I love Debbie too. I mean, I think Debbie's smart. She's going to find out if he loves her because she wants to stay in Morocco. Who thinks that they're really breaking up? I don't think they're breaking up. I think he's going to woo her back and like he's going to play the long game of getting to America. It's a long game. Anyway, he's he is such a trip to me. Oh my god, I want to be. He, I love like he wants to be an artist in America, and he thinks they're going to make money. People pay for art here. They do not till you're dead. I know. I love how. Thank you, Lori. I love how he thinks that poets and painters make money in the United States. I'm like, oh my god, dude. Good luck, uh, Casey. I hope she goes home too, but I feel like she won't. Why does she refer to herself as Mrs. Debbie? Way to make the age gap super apparent. I know she does. It's kind of weird. Have they boned yet? I like. I, 
I feel like I missed that part. Lots of times, like, I get so bored. The shows are way too long. Way too fucking long, these 90-day fiancé shows. So There's so many, and they're way too long. And I know why there's so many, because they make so much money, But it's which is good for them. I, I get it. But, ugh, I've, I tune out. So if they have said they had sex yet, consummated the relationship, Debbie and Osama, Osama, Osama is a serpent. Um, I like the length of the shows you do oh my god I can't stand how long they are people are saying they don't think they had sex look that to me right there you gotta be boning it's like Married at First Sight I can't watch Married at First Sight if you're going on Married at First Sight you're you're doing it on your the night of your wedding how are these people like unsure you went on a show where you're gonna get Married at First Sight alright love you guys Listen to the brand new Sarah Fraser Show podcast every single day um, on Apple, Spotify, everywhere pods are played. Bye, everybody.